Welcome to the Covenant Woman Podcast, inspiring you to grow your faith in all of God's promises and take what belongs to you as a daughter of the King of Kings. I'm your host, Shayla Gordon, author of The Covenant Woman. Are you ready to stop self-sabotaging and start overcoming the struggles that have been holding you back from stepping confidently into who God says you are? Come on, sister. It's time to thrive in all areas of your life. Hey guys, welcome back to the Covenant Woman podcast. I am so glad that you're here with me today and I'm excited to jump into section two of the Covenant Woman. And, you know, last week we really talked about what the covenant of God is and what his promises mean to us and how to activate those promises through faith. Because like we talked about last week, just because God's word says something doesn't make it come to pass in our life. What makes those those blessings come to pass for us is taking a hold of what he says belongs to us by faith. Um, and until we learn to take a hold by faith, we're not going to have those blessings. We they're, they're out there, they're close to us, but we've got to be able to take a hold of them. And just learning to strengthen our faith in God's word, that is what activates, activates those promises. Remember our Scripture from last week, Romans 10, 17, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you are unwilling to listen to the word of God, then you are basically saying you are unwilling to grow your faith. And how often, I mean, I know I've done this so many times throughout my life. How many times have we put off the word of God? Have we put off spending time with him? Have we put off getting into his word and really just growing our faith because we come up with our own excuses, right? I just don't have time to do that. I don't have time to fit in that into my busy schedule. Oh, it's just so boring and I don't want to do that right now. I mean, we we have we can come up with some excuses now, can't we? I've I've been right there with the best of them. But what is so neat is once you get into the word of God, it is the most interesting thing. There is absolutely nothing boring about God's words and the story the stories that you're going to find in the Bible. There is nothing boring about them. They're better than any TV show that you could ever dream of. And as you read those words, your faith grows in in who God says you are because you are a part of him. You are made in God's image. You are a joint heir with Jesus like we talked about last week. And once you start really growing your faith in who he says you are and what he says about you, that's when your life gets better because that's when your mindset changes. Your thoughts become different. And when your thoughts are different, your words are different. And when your words are different, your actions are different. And so you're able to really step into the fullness of what God says and what he says about you as you strengthen your faith in his word. So there's nothing boring about it. And no matter what you have going on in your daily schedule, and I'm speaking to myself here, it is so, so important that you find time for God every single day because Your faith is going to be built in something, so you need to make sure that you are putting your faith where it counts. Put your faith in the Word of God. Allow your faith to be be growing every single day in the Word of God because it will grow in something, and you want it, that's where you want it to grow. You don't want it to grow in what this world says. You want it to grow in what the Word of God says because the world isn't going to fulfill you. The world isn't going to bring you joy. The world isn't going to bring you freedom, no matter what you hear. All of the above, all of those things come only from Jesus Christ. 
Last week, towards the end of the podcast, we really started talking about asking God for what you need and asking God for what you want. And, you know, no matter what situation you're in right now, no matter what a circumstance looks like, it doesn't matter how scary something looks, your faith and in God's word can can and will produce change if you put it to work. And remember this, it's not God's word that brings change into your life. It's not praying and begging God that brings change to your life at all. It is your faith in God's word. And you ha- you have to activate his word with your faith. Just think about this. Okay, a car needs fuel and a driver to be able to run, right? To be able to on to be able to be on the road. Just like the car needs the fuel and the driver, God needs you and your faith. Your faith is what fuels God's promises and God's word in your life. As you're growing your faith in what God's word says, you know, like I said, it doesn't matter what you're dealing with. You might be dealing with something that is absolutely wreaking havoc on you internally or on your body. It could be that you're coming down with a sickness. Um, Maybe somebody didn't pay for services and you don't know what you're going to do financially. Maybe somebody owes you money. Maybe you just don't know how you're going to get the money that you need to pay for your bills, regardless of the circumstance around it. Find scriptures that cater to what you're dealing with because God promises to me every single need that you have. So find those scriptures, write them down, read them every day. The more you focus on these words instead of your situation, the less power that that thing has on your life. But the more focus you put on it, the more frustrated you are about it, the more stressed out you are about it, the more you are calling everyone and talking to them about it and griping about what's going on the more power you're giving that thing. you, Your words, oh my gosh, your words will literally, they can either condemn you or they can encourage you. So think about the most negative person you know. Oh my goodness, I know everybody just thought of somebody, okay? <laughs> okay, I know I did. Okay, think about that, that person who's the most negative person that you know. They are problem-oriented. They don't look for a solution, right? Think about what their life looks like. Go ahead. I'll give you just a second to think about that. Their life always seems to be full of problems. And even more than that, it's like their problems don't go away. Have you ever wondered why? I mean, it's not funny, but it's like it's so evident that it's because that's all that they focus on. They are focusing on the problem. They are not focusing on a solution. And their words, they, they're they constantly speaking negative things about whatever it is that they're dealing with. Okay, don't get me wrong. I've been there before. I've totally been there. I've been in seasons of my life where that's all I did. And all I did was sulk and pout and play the victim and just completely isolate myself and feel sorry for myself and talk about my problems. That's, you know, I think we've probably all been there at some point. But that did me absolutely zero good. I mean, whenever we are in a season like that, we are literally doing Satan's job for him. He doesn't even have to do anything. Our words are doing it all. Because like I said, your words are going to either, they're going to bring you good or they're going to bring you bad. And the Bible is very, very clear on that. Life and death is in the power of your tongue and everything in between, right? And your words are one of the biggest hindrances into why you're not getting your prayers answered, why your blessings are not coming to pass, why you're stuck in a frustrating situation 
And I feel like I can say that because I have been in that place so many different times in my life. And God really, really had to do some deep work there with me to show me the power of my words. Words are so powerful that whenever God said, let there be light, light was. And you might be thinking, yeah, but those are God's words. God is powerful. Well, we're made in the image of God. So if his words are powerful, guess what? Our words are powerful too. And our words prove what it is that we believe in. And I mean, if you think about it, just think about a conversation, like a recent conversation that you've had with someone. If you listen to someone for even a few minutes, you're going to be able to tell what they believe in. Your words will literally prove where your faith is and what you believe in. And you'll believe in whatever it is that you spend the most time focusing on. So if you're focusing more on the word of God than anything else, then that's what your faith is going to be developed in. And the more you develop your faith, the more of God's promises you'll see come to pass in your life. And if you find yourself in a season where you feel like you're just continuing to ask for ask for the same thing, you're asking God, you know, whether it's healing finances, um, something spiritual, something emotional, you know, whatever it is, a relationship in your life. If you're just continuing to ask God for the same thing and you're not seeing a prayer come to pass, think about, or an answer to a prayer come to pass, I should say, think about what you're saying. What are you saying on a daily basis? Are you speaking against that thing that you're asking God to bless you with? Because if that's the case, you're contradicting your prayers and you're not allowing God to do what he wants to do. So make sure, make sure that your words are aligning with what God says. You're getting an agreement with God with your words and you're aligning them with his. What is it that you want? Think about that. What is your vision for your life? What do you want your life to look like? Are you using your words to bring lack and bondage into your life? Or are you using your words to bring forth prosperity and freedom? And sometimes this is kind of hard to think about, but what does your life look like in every single area right now? You know, we talked about this at the end of the last podcast, um, but think about in every area, spiritual, physical, financial, emotional, relational, what does your life look like in each of those areas? And, And be honest with yourself. And then think about the words that you use whenever you talk about each one of those areas of your life, because your you'll find out that your words, your your life looks like in those areas, what your words say about it. And if you want to change a specific area in your life, you have got to change the words that are that you're using to speak over that area of your life. And something else too, maybe it isn't your words that are condemning you. Maybe it's somebody else's words that are. Maybe you are choosing to believe what someone else says about you. That's a that's a big deal right there because we can tend to really put more focus on, actually more focus and more, more belief, which is faith, into what someone says about us than the belief we have in what the Lord says about us. And you need to remember that your covenant with God doesn't lose power just because someone or something is testing you, okay? Just because someone says something bad about you, just because somebody believes something about you, refuse to give that thing power, refuse to give those words power, and instead say what God says about your situation. Says, Say what God says about you. How do you know what God says about you? Go find those scriptures in the Bible that cater to whatever your situation is at that time. And continue focusing on what God says about you, and you will give him power over you instead of any 
words that are spoken over you by other people. Those words of others are, they can just be complete distractions. And distractions are put here most of the time by the enemy to try to throw you off track because he literally wants to distract you from the big plans that God has for you. And he knows exactly how to do it. He will find those things that he knows that is going to hurt you the most or going to distract you the most, causing you whatever chaos in your life. His number one goal is to just steal the word of God from you. So he's going to distract you in any way that he can to steal the word of God from you. Because like the Bible says, the thief comes to still kill and destroy. If he can steal the word of God from you, he can kill your hope. He can kill your future. He can kill the vision that you have. And most importantly, the plans that God has for you, because he knows how incredible those plans are. He can wreak a bunch of chaos and make your life just completely out of order, out of sorts, and kill all of the peace that you have. It's so crazy because it literally starts with just one distraction, one distraction to make you forget who God says you are. And at the end of the day, what truly matters is who God says you are and what God says about you, not what someone else says about you. So Don't allow the words of others or the opinions of others to distract you from where God wants to take you because he wants to take you somewhere really, really amazing. So stop worrying what everybody else is thinking. Just focus on what God is saying about you. Focus on aligning what you're saying about yourself with what God says about you. This right here, just aligning your words will actually cut off that power to those things that are trying to come against you, those things that are trying to destroy you. You're literally cutting the power source because you're not giving your words anymore to that thing that is trying to take you out. No matter what you're going through right now or what your situation looks like right now or what a specific circumstance looks like, choose not to believe that. Choose what God says about you. Choose to believe what God says about your situation And I promise you, if you will start agreeing with what God says and use your words to agree with what he says instead of the opposite of what he says, those things in which he says about you are the things that are going to start coming to pass in your life. And you are going to watch your life go from one level to a whole nother level. And this does not make you delusional. It does not mean that you are going to deny reality, but it just means instead of believing that situation, you're going to believe God's word about that situation. And you're agreeing with his words. And you know what's crazy? Sometimes it's not even something that's even coming against you. It's just your own negative thoughts and words. Like saying, oh, you know, none of the women in my family live past their 60s. And I'll I'll probably die early. Stop saying things like that. I honestly despise. Like if, if you ask any of my friends, like that's one of my biggest things that I'm like, no, do not say that. Don't say what you don't want to come to pass. If you're struggling financially, stop saying things like, oh, we never have enough money at the end of the month, or we probably won't be able to afford to put gas in our vehicles this week. Don't say things like that. Yes, you may feel that, but guess what? You're not moved by what you feel or what you see. Be moved by the word of God. The word of God says he meets every one of my needs. Do I need gasoline in my car to go to work or go to school? Yes. So believe that. Believe he will meet that need. You don't have to know how it's going to happen. So instead of saying, I don't think we're going to be able to afford gas this week, say, I'm not sure how God is going to put gas in my vehicle this week, but he promises to meet every one of my needs. Therefore, I know that need is met. And don't contradict it 
with anything else and go to him for guidance. He will guide you. He will give the give you the wisdom that you need to put gasoline in your car. He will give you a supernatural blessing that you had no idea was coming. But because you believed in him and you believed that his words are true, you will see those things start coming to pass. So stop saying negative things. Stop saying what you don't want to come to pass in your life. And I try to keep these fairly short, but I have some really amazing stories in my book where God has just just supernaturally blessed me where there was money that shouldn't have there shouldn't have been money there and there was money. Um, There were blessings upon blessings and continue to be because I believe his word because I have faith in what he says will come to pass. So I don't really have time to go into those stories, but they are in the book if you're interested in getting the book. And something real quick I want to talk talk about um, before we wrap up this podcast is the difference in God's will and God's direction. So a lot of times we find ourselves asking God, if it be your will, then heal me. So let me just put this out there. There's a difference in God's will and God's direction. It is always, always God's will to heal you. And do you want to know how I know that? First Peter 2.24 says, by his stripes, you were healed. And that's just one of the scriptures that talk about healing. Okay. If it says it in the Bible, then it is God's will. If you have something you're dealing with that you're you're not sure, it's not super specific. So it's not something like healing finances, because let me tell you, God wants to bless you. Maybe you're not sure how he wants to bless you. And that's where you go and you're seeking God's direction. So his will is what he already says in the Bible. He will heal you. He will provide for you. But maybe you are, like I said, have the question of how, you know, am I supposed to take this job? Is this opportunity for me? Should I be saying yes to this business venture? You know, those are where you are going to seek God's direction. And just remember, you can go to God with anything, anything on your heart. He wants you to bring it to him. He wants to direct you because guess what? His direction is way better than what any of us could do on our own, right? Psalm 37, 23 says, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. He wants you to have the most fulfilling, most incredible life, way way more amazing than what you could even dream up on your own. So when you need direction, whenever you need that direction straight from him telling you what that next move is in your life, or should you should you say yes to this relationship? Should you say yes to this business opportunity? He delights in directing your path. Take that to him, and I promise you, he will guide you through that. You just have to make sure that you are your focus is on him. You are listening whenever you pray. Don't just spend all your time talking. Sit quietly. Let him minister to you. And we're going to talk more about that in the coming weeks. So are y'all ready for another exercise? I truly believe this is going to help you. Okay, so, you know, last week we talked about writing down all of the things that we need and the things that we want in each area of our lives what would we want to what we want to see come to pass and taking those to the lord and giving him the, those burdens and letting him work in us so now i want you to refer back to that list think back or or pull out that paper that you had written those things down on from last week and distinguish which ones of those things need God's where you can just go seek God's will in the Bible, where his word says something specific. So let's say um, if you are needing healing in your body, 
go find healing scriptures. You already know healing belongs to you. He already gave it to you. But on those specific things that are where you where you need God's direction, maybe you're not sure of something, maybe you don't know how to handle a situation. That's when, when God's direction comes in. So write down or take that list and write down, you know, two columns. This is where you need to go seek God's will. And this column over here is where you need to seek God's direction. And then be proactive about actually doing that. Spend time finding those scriptures that speak of God's will and go put those, go speak those things over what you need in your life. And then take the scripture that we just read in Psalms and and take the things that you need direction on to the Lord and let him guide you through each and every one of those. This will help you put your faith to work. This will help you to actually be proactive in developing your faith, growing your faith, taking a hold of what God says belongs to you. And like Keith Moore, one of my favorite preachers says, watch your mouth. Don't say anything that contradicts what it is that you're asking God to do for you. And our time is up for today, but make sure that you tune in next week if you want to find out some of the things that you are doing that is actually hindering your prayers from coming to pass. This is one of the topics that I am the most passionate about talking about, which we're going to, we're going to dig into a few different things, but there are some things in there that every believer needs to know and everyone needs to hear. Thanks so much for spending some time with me today. If this blessed you, please pass it along to someone else and be a blessing to them as well. And I'll meet you right back here next week so that we can continue growing our faith together in all of God's promises. And don't ever forget, you can have anything God says you can have. You can be anyone he says you can be, and you can do anything that he says you can do. Thank you for listening to the Covenant Woman Podcast. For more info on the book, to stay inspired each week, and to find all the different ways to connect with me on social, check out thecovenantwoman.org.